Welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates. Uh, I'm Steve Gilbert, and I'm get to I'm here with uh, one of my coworkers and the founder of the new company, Mr. Josh Bedencourt. Hey, Josh. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? I'm good. How are things? Oh, they're great. You know, not used to this radio thing, so this is new for me. I'm sure you're uh, you're gonna get a good chuckle out of me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. It's good. I mean, it's yeah. it's important that people uh, get to hear uh, ev- from yep. everybody. And I'm just going to ask you just uh, some simple questions, and it's just it's just a conversation sure. between the two of us. So, why did you? Uh, what do you do? What do I do? Yes. What do you do? Uh, I am a service technician. Uh, I do do the uh, odd install from time to time when needed, but mostly service. Um, so you know, I'm fixing equipment, I, I, maintenance as well, maintaining equipment. Um, so on a day-to-day basis, that's what I'm doing. Cool. Yes. And uh, so, and then um, I just have to ask you, so what was, like, why why did you decide to jump in on this adventure with us? Yeah, so, <clears throat> you know, like I told Peter, um, you know, he gave me an opportunity out of school. Uh, I was actually going to move up to Thunder Bay. Um, at the time when I was coming out of school, there weren't, weren't many jobs available, so Peter took a chance on me, and it ended up working out for both of us. Um, and then, you know, when Peter was restructured, you know, I wasn't really happy where I was. And then, you know, this opportunity presented itself, and I thought, you know, what a better way to, uh, you know, he's giving back to me, I can give back to him, and you know, bring something good for our customers, bring back the uh, the small town, old fashioned type service. Um, you know, not everything needs to be rushed. We can take time with the customers, do a good job. Um, so it was, it was nice to, to bring that back to London and the surrounding area. So, you know, I thought, what a, what a great opportunity. Might as well take it. Cool. So that's that's awesome. Yep. And uh, so, you know, there's been a lot of pre-work that's been going on here, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, a lot of uh, things that had to get done. Um, Peter has a lot of vision that way. So he sees things uh, that, that we don't see. Yep. And uh, he sees, actually, he sees bigger picture stuff, and uh, image and brand is very important for him. Yep. So, you know, but people don't realize that the door is opened on January 3rd, but, you know, we've been working our tails off since, what, December 1st. Well, we, we got this together pretty quick, I think, uh, two months maybe, so a lot of work's gone into this. Yes. Um, you know, when you say Peter can envision, I tell you, when I was painting this wall uh, highlight or yellow, I wasn't really envisioning uh, much here, but it, it does look good. It looks sharp, and uh, no, it does look good. So Yeah, okay. So, and um, just because you you and I are, are, I call us field personnel, like I'm in sales and you're in the, you're in the service and maintenance and install side. Yep. Um, so what, what kind of kind of sense are you getting from uh, the customers that you've been able to engage with so far? Um, they're really excited. They're happy. Um, you know, it, it's nice to go on a website and see, you know, read up on like a quick little bio of who's coming out. You know, you get a picture, you know, when we go there, we get the time to talk to the customer, explain their equipment, make them feel comfortable, um, and then just doing a great job maintaining or, or servicing their equipment. So they're really excited about that, um, you know. So, the customers overall are very excited. You know, they're happy that um, you know Peter's involved. The inch name is going to continue, and it's you know 100% local, and it, they're they're really happy. You know that it's coming back. Okay, so you're getting you're getting a lot of positive feedback uh, from the customers. Okay, yep. Yep. and so uh, because I found um, 
you know, I've been doing this a long time. So, uh, as you alluded to, a customer time. Oh, Steve's coming out. Yeah, he's he's been with, he's been around in HVAC longer he, than I've been alive. So, <laughs> right? Hey, it's uh, okay. That's uh, yeah. I use that line from time to time. I uh, <laughs> found out you don't enjoy that much. No, so, no. It's uh, it's kind of it's an interesting way to put it. But yes, yeah. So I guess I what I'm trying to say is that I've realized that um, you guys uh, have quite a following in your own respect. We do, yeah. You know, working for uh, the last firm there, you, you, gain, you gain up a clientele in a way. Um, you know, your customers are used to seeing you, and they, they request you only, and they trust you. Not that they don't like anybody else, but, you know, you get the, you sit there, and you talk with them, and you get to know them, so they feel comfortable comfortable with you in your home, right? So, uh, you know, they, they like having the same face, and, and you know, it's, it's nice seeing everybody just doing maintenance every year, catching up, what's going on. Um, you know, unfortunately still wearing the mask, so we don't get to see their, their smile when we walk in the door, yes. but, uh, you know, it's nice. You get to catch up with the customer and they're happy to see you. We're happy to see them and, and, you know, get the opportunity to maintain and, and keep everything working great. So they're, they're really happy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, and because, uh, we put out a mailing piece, which was a great piece uh, because it showed a picture of everybody. Yep. And uh, it really kind of made the phone ring. So we were getting a lot of calls from, from people that just went, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like you said, a lot of people don't know that, uh, you know, Peter was restructured out. So, you know, it was their way of learning that or, or seeing that we're involved here now. And, you know, because you don't, you don't get the chance to say goodbye. You know what I mean? It's so true. That, um, you know, seeing our faces in the mail was like, oh, hey, you know, I know who that is. And, uh, yeah. you know, definitely gave us a call and said, you know, have Josh or... Or have Steve come out here with, bring me a Starbucks and uh, we'll have a chat. <laughs> it's true. Yes, the yes. Starbucks thing. Yes, but you're a Starbucks person as well. I, I do. I do like Starbucks. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't get the pleasure of going there every day like you, but oh, okay. I, I do. I All do right. enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. So, I. What is your um, What is your least favorite piece of equipment to work on? My least favorite. My least favorite would have to be something that hasn't been maintained. I, I wouldn't say necessarily a brand um, okay. because, you know, all brands are, are built fairly well. But when something's neglected and it's, you know, it's not being checked, it's not being maintained, it's, it's it filthy, you know, something, you know, something's broken, the condensate broke and it's been dripping water and it's all rusty. Those are, they're not too pleasant to work on. So those would be my least favorites. And so does, is the customer, when you're in the basement and the customer's watching, are they kind of aware that like, they're thinking, what? Well, well, they say, well, you know, it hasn't been checked in a, in a couple of years, and I open up the door, and they see all the rust or the water actively leaking out, and, you know, oh, why is that? Or, you know, pet hair and or kitty litter dust, all that kind of stuff, right? Yes. So, like, oh, well, maybe I should have it checked more often, right? <laughs> yeah, and so you have the opportunity when you're there in, in a customer's home to make them a member of, of our company, right? I do. Yeah, I do. And, you know, when I when I go to do a maintenance, I invite the customer, you know, they, a lot of time, oh, well, I won't watch over you. Well, have a seat. You know, I, I do this for a living. I can do this with my eyes closed. I, I need to educate you on what I'm doing and, and what you're looking at, right? It's your piece of equipment. You know, it's good for the homeowner to uh, to be educated on how it works and, and what to do in an emergency or, or something along those lines, right? So it's good. I You know, I invite customers to have a chat while I'm working and, and just educate them on on how their equipment works. Okay, so, so um, you guys were well. I better I better do the counter. So, what is your most favorite piece of, you know, what's your most favorite thing to do? My most favorite thing. 
I, I, you know, I do like fixing things. It's, it's fun to fix well, you're things. you're a technician. Yeah. I, yes. I do. I do enjoy fixing things. But, uh, you know, maintaining is fun. You know, it's like I said earlier, it's nice going in. You know, you worked on a piece of equipment last year. You go in and see it's still working great. You know, um, give it the cleaning it needs to, to work great for another year. Um, it, it is nice seeing the job that you did the following year and the customer happy with what you did. Uh, so that's, that's always a nice feeling. Okay. Right? Cool. Yeah. And um, so um, leading to something else then. So then when you're – we're on a new system as well. And are you – you know, uh, our, our software system, which we use to yes. in- integrate with uh, how we dispatch calls and everything. And how is that finding? Are you finding that's working out for you? It is. It is working out. It's uh, quite a smart system. So at first it was a little intimidating. There's a lot yes. to do, a lot of features. But uh, – like anything, anything new is a little uncomfortable, but once you get using it, it is quite nice, right? So um, it's, I'm a little techie, as you like to say, so it's nice <laughs> for me to play around with it and, and take photos, and you can edit photos. And it's nice for the customer, too, because now I can attach a photo um, to their email, so I can you know show them what I'm talking about, attach it to their email so they have a, a copy of it, and you know I can doodle all over that if I like, draw nice pictures, smiley faces, this yeah. is your, your issue. No, it, it's uh, it's a quite a smart system, so it is fun to work on. Okay, so um, so far two weeks in, everything's good. Everything's great. Yeah, we're still uh, you know still doing lots at the shop, and the phones are ringing, and installs are flowing, services flowing, so it's good. Yeah, it's good. Well, I do appreciate you uh, taking the time to sit down with me with this on this, and um, just. Thank you, Josh. Uh, it's great to have you as uh, not just a co-worker, but a co-founder in this company. And um, great working with you. Yeah, you as well, Steve. Thank okay. you. Okay. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. guess we should give out the phone number. We haven't given that out yet. It's 226-499-3754. Or always at peterinch.ca. Again, 226 499 3752. So, how was your uh, interview of uh, Josh Bettencourt? I've just, um, it, is, it has come to light that I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty darn good at interviewing. Are you? Really? <laughs> so, yeah, so just, just to let you know, when you listen to that segment, um, you're going to think, yeah, you know what? He is really good at that. And you can tell me, or you can just say, you know, stop tooting your own horn, Steve. It's fine. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. So. Now, last week we talked that we were going to talk about hyper, or sorry, hybrid heat pump systems. So, and you had mentioned we've done heat pumps since the 80s, you know. Uh, yes. Or even the 70s, late 70s, we were doing heat pumps. That was, that was pre-me, but yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, but this is kind of new because down the road, natural gas may not be available. Well, it's it's hard to it's hard to think that natural gas won't be available um, because we have such a huge supply of it. It'll be used in some way. But um, just how we're heating, who knows how we're going to be heating our homes in the next twenty years? But um, certainly, there are a lot of incentives to uh, to become carbon neutral so to get off of gas or or fossil fuels and to go with a cleaner burning electricity so um, that's where the heat pump market kind of comes into play 
you know, everybody's heard, well, everybody thinks they know what a heat pump is, but we've had this conversation before and everybody has a heat pump in their home, but they just don't realize they have a heat pump in their home. And that's called a refrigerator. That is called a refrigerator. So, so the, you know, what we, we notice on a fridge is your ice cream frozen, you know, your meat's frozen, uh, your, your corn, in my case, vegetables are frozen, but on the bottom of it, you feel hot air being blown out. So where's that hot air coming from? It's coming from the food. So from that freezer section, that even though it's below freezing, there's still heat in there? Yes. And so how does a heat pump do that? Well, so there's there's different types of heat pumps that people will have heard of geothermal, and geothermal is um, is what they call it. It's a, it's a, it's a loop, they call it. It's... It's a glycol fluid that runs under the frost line in the ground, and it extracts heat out of from the ground and cool from the ground, and brings that into what is called furnace inside your house. So, uh, what that does, it just transfers. So you're you're taking heat from outside, or you're taking or you're taking the heat from inside the house and dispersing it in the loop or in the wintertime taking heat from outside in the ground and bringing it into the house through the loop. So that's geothermal. Um, we don't deal in geothermal, so we deal in something called air-to-air, or it's it's still a heat pump. Let's just, it's a glorified, it's just a glorified air conditioner, so you wouldn't be able to tell the difference uh, as a consumer whether a, a customer has a heat pump or an air conditioner. But I'll, I'll also say that you could do that because Air conditioners typically are mounted on the ground, and heat pumps are mounted on a stand because it's important to get them off the ground. And why is that important? Like, like you know, I know, but but we usually see them two to three, two feet off the ground, up in the air on a stand. Yeah, so it's different from uh, having your air conditioner on a wall bracket. A heat pump is designed to be on a stand or off the ground because it, in in order for it to move, um, to take heat from outside and bring it into your house um, the outdoor unit will get frosty and so if it gets too frosty then air can't pass through the coil properly and so it has to has to go into a defrost cycle so just like your your refrigerator it has to defrost so when they defrost outside all that frost or ice just sheds or drops so it has to go someplace if it was sitting on the ground that ice would actually have a negative effect it would actually crush in on the air conditioner and damage it so if you keep them uh, 12 to 8 inches off the ground then that ice has some place to shed and drop and get away from the unit so don't put it by a by a walkway not on a walkway you know or a driveway because um it, it can produce given that given the climate outside and, and whatever kind of climate we're in and your heat pumps operating it can produce an awful lot of ice yeah, so it was like almost a skating rink out there, and yeah. it isn't gonna like go away. No, no it's it's springtime. It keeps on that, building up. Yes, before that ice is gonna go away. Yeah, so we deal in a couple of different, you know, obviously uh, North American manufacturers like uh, Carrier produce their own heat pumps as well as air conditioners, and then uh, they also. Um, we also deal in stuff like Mitsubishi, and Mitsubishi deals in what they call uh, cold climate. Uh, heat pumps so uh, for in some cases we'd be dealing in something that we would call uh, the Mitsubishi Zuba and so it is a 
It's a heat, all-electric heat pump system, which is uh, designed to operate down all the way down to minus 30 degrees C. And that is a real achievement in our climate today. Um, some of the North American manufacturers can't get down, can't run their units below 10 degrees Celsius, minus 10 degrees Celsius. So this is a, it's, it's a game changer in the heat pump market because really in order for you to, to achieve those things before, you'd have to put geothermal on. So now you have another option besides spending the money on geothermal. You can, you can put in something like a cold climate uh, heat pump. And, and you know, they used to be all electric. Yes. You know, we used to electric uh, elements with a blower coil yeah. and a heat pump. And we still do that. But we're now seeing them even being added to back on the gas furnaces. Right. So there's a, there's a hybrid program. So, you know, you can, just to help you reduce your carbon footprint, you can add a heat pump onto, your, um, onto a gas system, which, you know, it's fine all the way down to, as I said, minus 8, minus 10. And it can provide heat for your house down to those levels. Once it gets below that, then you're gonna be relying solely on that, other, on that other fuel, whether that's natural gas or propane or fuel oil or wood in order to heat your house. And with a hybrid, um, they're kind of more uh, compact outdoor unit? Yeah, they, they look, uh, at least the carrier unit was, it was more like a ductless unit. So it, it actually was from their ductless line. They they married a ductless condensing unit to uh, uh, evaporator coil inside that we would put above the furnace. And it wasn't, you know, people say, well, it can't be a very difficult thing. It, it really, that part on the refrigeration side probably isn't different. It's the control issue, which is the big thing, is getting everything to work together. So you've got a furnace which wants to work some way. You've got a ductless system that wants to work some way, and now we have to marry them together and tell them to operate in certain conditions. So it's it's not just as easy as people think. There is a huge um, lot of engineering that goes on in order for those things to work together. And the um, Enbridge ran a program where they, they took a bunch of these from different companies to install them, and they're going to monitor them over the next couple of years. Right, so there's a huge pilot program for the City of London only, and that, so Londoners be proud because this program was, it's a test, it was a test inside London, it just began this fall, and it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to dictate the heat pump program for all of Canada. So what they're doing is they're gathering data to, to show the effects of running heat pumps with uh, a furnace, a gas furnace and just showing how we can do this to save on some of our fossil fuels and reduce our carbon footprint. Yeah. Well, hopefully that gives you some information on heat pump. We should talk. This this is the inch by inch studio, Steve, <laughs> that we are in here. That because of COVID, we pre-tape these shows Thursday morning in the inch by inch studio. I thought you were going to get an on-air uh, thing, it, just it, so, so our coworkers can realize that you know that yeah. you know they can't knock on the door or walk in and hey, how are you? No, yeah. well, it's coming. Okay, it's, it's right. the, what's that? The shipping delays? Or, oh yes. You know, okay. But, right. So remember, you're you're listening to the the inch by inch home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We can be reached at two two six four nine nine three seven five two are always at peterinch.ca. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by P. 
Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning with your co-hosts Peter Inch and Steve Gilbert live from the Inch by Inch Studios. We got a little snow this week. Yeah. <laughs> we got a little blowing snow this week. Yes, and usually with that we get phone calls. Right? Yeah, exactly. And we got to be concerned about vents, gas meters, even dryer vents. Yep. And, and HRV ventilation vents. Yeah, all those things. Yep. So when you're out shoveling, you know, double check that. We worry about leaves in the fall that yep. can get sucked up into them. But in the winter, especially when it gets windy and you get swirling of snow, we need to make sure those vents are uh, clear. And I say a good three feet around the vents. Yeah, so we worry about, you know, your your neighbor doing the neighborly thing, but taking the snowblower and then, and then not realizing that that's your furnace vent and plugging it up. And then when you walk in the house a few hours later, it's getting cooler because the furnace can't turn on. Yeah. You know, and even I noticed one day I was taking my clothes out of the laundry, out of the dryer. Steve, I do my laundry, you know, and I took the clothes out. <laughs> And they were freezing cold. And I thought to myself, like, wow, like, why are they so cold? Do you not have your flapper installed or was well, it stuck open? Or? It was stuck open. Oh, I went God. out and went, okay, it was stuck open. And so I made a note in the spring, you know, take my garden hose and blow up in there and get all the lint and everything out, which I did. But this year I went there again and it was freezing cold. Hmm. And what it a lot of times happens, we get that minus 18 weather. And you're venting moisture out your dryer, and you basically freeze that flapper open. So, you know, it's not a bad thing to just go and stick your hand up in and make sure that flapper is closed or, or loosened up so it can close, because that can waste a lot of energy. Especially if you leave your dryer door open, and then that cold air comes right into the house. Yeah. So it's, it's, but you know, I was the first time it was plugged with lint, you know, that was the So problem. did you turn it back on and heat your clothes back up? No, I didn't. I just folded <laughs> them, put them away. And no, I, you no, ironed them first. I ironed yes, them first, okay. yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm really disappointed, you know. With? Easy on speed start. Oh, here we go. Is not available. I thought, I, you, I thought you got it from the United States last time. No, I got a Canadian tire. I drove all over the province buying it up at Canadian Tire, and I had like eight cans. So I was good for a while. I'm down to one can. So have you called the manufacturer? I called the manufacturer this week. And they said? We're not making it anymore. Oh, my goodness. What are you going to do? Well, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Did you ask them for the chemical makeup of it so you can create your own? <laughs> well, I said, are you going to get a product <laughs> similar to this? You know, and I kept thinking, like, why? Every You, know, people who you are, are the only one <laughs> in the entire country maybe in north america maybe, who knows maybe on the planet that uses easy off spray starch well i'm not the only one because a f good friend of mine from the board of curling canada kathy hughes who lives in montreal quebec called me because one of her friends was looking for it really and she, he knew that i was having trouble finding it so she was trying to figure out if i had found it really so we have two people on the hunt you know, if we could find some, and I said it may be the last stuff on the shelf. They'll have to dust the dust off to get it. But so, if anybody out there knows where I could get Easy On Speed Starch, please send me an email to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca, and uh, I need I need some. I only got These one can left. Are certainly first world problems. They are. You know, the crease will not be in my shirts. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> You're going to have to iron it without. I may have to hold the iron there longer. Oh my, it may you, take you could, me two could, hours. You, know, you could put a little water in the steam thing, the steam applicator, and that works too. I, I do have water in that. I use the steam. Yeah. 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 But it takes me an hour to iron you everything. Know what? You just might have to stand around and take them out of the dryer when they're still warm. Oh. And then they don't have to, you don't have to, see, you don't have to iron them as much with that way. But, but I do that at night when I go to bed. I just turn it on and go Sorry. to bed, yeah, wake does, up. Yeah. But see, this way you have to change routine. No, no changing routine. <laughs> I've been doing this for, what, 40 years? So pretty hard to change that routine. But. All right. So anyways, if anybody knows out there sees a can of Easy On Speed Starts, give me a call. I'll be leaving work, heading right over to buy that. Wow. So, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, big world problems here. Now, curling. Curling. We've we've got the Olympic teams announced. Yeah. We they'll, have, they'll be going. It's two weeks. Yep. They're all isolated. You know, one's in Camrose, Alberta. One's out in Vancouver. I think one, one's up around Barrie. That they're all uh, isolated. And then we have the announcement that the Scotties is going to go ahead in... Thunder Bay. Are they isolated as teams in those in those locations? They're, they're all isolated with their coaches and teams. Okay. And then uh, in Thunder Bay is going to go ahead, but in a bubble, so there'll be no fans. That's kind of, uh, you know, we'll be able to watch it on TV though, right? Yeah, the volunteers won't intermingle with the players. They'll be separated, kind of like it was in Cal- Calgary. That's uh, that's unfortunate. That's you know because the game is so um, lively these days because a lot of fan participation and. And you just you know you just like it, yeah. And we need and we want everyone to listen on Monday, eleven thirty. Huge curling news for London. This coming Monday. This coming Monday, which is January the twenty fourth. Okay. Uh, eleven thirty in the morning. There'll be a, a virtual press conference or a Zoom call uh, where we'll be making a huge curling announcement for the city. Who's making that announcement? Uh, curling Canada. Uh, as well as I will be on it to speak on behalf Ooh. of the big committee. Ooh. So yeah, wow. We'll be. I'll be in the inch by inch studio. Will you? Yep. Doing okay. it live from here. So. That's exciting. Hopefully, you got someone to run the technical stuff because you <laughs> you kind of flounder with that sometimes. Yeah. Just when I'm frustrated, Steve. Just when I'm frustrated. <laughs> oh, that's right. And I am the reason for your frustration a, this morning. A free Starbucks coffee frustration Peter, okay. today. Okay. So you know I. Just like you can't survive work without your Coke and your M&Ms, I can't start my day without a Starbucks coffee. Now, where do you, where do you, do you get that? Just at the corner down here? Yeah. Just yeah. down at uh, Dundas and Clark? Dundas and Clark, yes. Yeah. They're very friendly there, except uh, usually when I go through the line at 7 a.m., there's nobody there. But when you go through the line at 10 to 9, there's a lot of traffic. Yeah. yeah. So, so get there at 7. I can't on Thursdays. <laughs> I, I have a previous Zoom meeting at 7 a.m. on a Thursday oh, morning. Man. All right. Now the uh, we talked about the snow covering the vents. Yes. Uh, we've talked about maintenance. We've introduced Josh to the to the world to the listening audience. Yep. Um, what can people do this coming week? You know, or what should they do to make sure that everything's working efficiently and well, it, it's as as always. Um, we're we're coming up um, 
actually we're coming up to Valentine's Day. Nothing says love more than a smart thermostat. <laughs> yeah. Or a humidifier. Yeah. Yep. If you want to take that static charge out of your relationship when you're walking around the house, you should get a humidifier. Yep. No, but in all seriousness, um, it's important to keep on top of your filters. Um, and as Josh was alluding to earlier, just um, if you haven't had your equipment maintained in a while, I mean, really, you're not doing yourself any favors um, because as the weather gets extreme, you're causing your equipment a lot of stress, just like I did with Peter this morning. Um, and stress has, has adverse effects. It causes equipment to fail prematurely. And then, you know, as we always say in, in business like this is, you know, your furnace never quits on a nice day. It's always the coldest day of the year or your air conditioner always stops on the hottest day of the summer. Well, there's a reason for that. Most of it has to do with the fact of just lack of maintenance or lack of care. Um, because if we were out there on a regular basis, our guys are going to pick up on parts that are prematurely failing before they fail and be able to address them for you. So, I mean, it's, it's just it's the same thing. Do you want to be proactive or reactive? So um, just if you haven't had your equipment looked at or you haven't changed your filter in a while, I strongly encourage you to get that done and uh, just save yourself some grief. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, you said that Valentine's a maintenance plan would be a great Valentine's oh, Day. Yes, Chris, you know, yes. Showing. I'll, I will ask Lexi to give her father a maintenance plan. <laughs> That's right. Yes. You know, safety, protecting <laughs> them, making sure that you know, great. Yeah. Yes. I, I gave my daughter a humidifier for Aren't her birthday. Aren't you the father of the year yeah, for yeah. that one? That's yes. Right. So. Oh, aren't you going to tell me? No, no, next week. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll all right. talk about that. All right, but uh, all right. thank you for listening in uh, this Saturday morning. We appreciate it very much. You've been listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Your hosts have been uh, Peter Inch and Steve Gilbert from the Inch by Inch Studios. I hope everybody has a great week, and we'll see you next week.